This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for BetQL's You Better You Bet postseason countdown to kickoff. Presented by BetMGM. We'll get you set to bet on postseason football. To the right side of the end zone. Fingertip grab. Oman Ross St. Brown. Jackson steps up in the pocket. Throws to his left. He's got Aguilar. Touchdown, Ravens. Mahomes runs a long pass. Far side backpedaling. Spinning touchdown catch at the goal line. Kelsey. Purdy gets the snap. Throwing deep down the field. Kittle is open. He's got it. Touchdown, 49. From sides to totals to props, it's BetQL's You Better You Bet postseason countdown to kickoff. Presented by BetMGM, Odyssey, and the BetQL Network. Here are your hosts, Nick Costos and Ken Barkley. What's up, everybody? Happy and Merry Championship Sunday in the NFL playoffs to you and yours. It is You Better You Bet's countdown to kickoff. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and you. Here with us on the BetQL Network, where every game is Game 7. No hot take BS on this show. Maybe a little little Royal Rumble talk. Maybe not. (laughs) We bring you the bets. We bring you the sports. And we are coming to you live today from the usual spots. The Odyssey app, the BetQL app, radio stations nationwide, youtube.com backslash Odyssey Sports, and twitch.tv backslash BetQL. Ken and I are here bringing you the wagertainment. We're talking all things sports betting. Proudly presented today and always by the king of sportsbooks, the great people over at BetMGM. We want you to download that app, the BetMGM app, and visit that website, BetMGM.com. All right. Coming up on today's show, as we get you set to bet and hopefully win, that's the goal, obviously, here on Championship Sunday, we're going to tell you where we currently stand on the side and the total for both games, Kansas City and Baltimore for the AFC Championship, Detroit and San Francisco for the NFC Championship. Going to give you all the updated injury information, the updated weather forecast. Ken Barkley, our meteorologist, is standing by. We're going to tell you where we stand, side and total for the games, and where we think uh, we're headed, potentially, heading into kickoff of both the games today. It moved is on the way. Two weeks from today, Super Bowl 58 from Las Vegas. And we're not going to wait until the conclusion of today's games to tell you some of our thoughts, our early betting thoughts on Super Bowl 58 pending the various matchups. We're going to have a conversation today about how to bet Super Bowl MVP prior to the championship games. Hashtag value perhaps on the board. And we'll go over some look ahead lines for the various matchups in Super Bowl 58 to see if there's any valuable bets to place right now or you know when the lines come out later today side and total for the Super Bowl what should you dear listener and dear viewer be looking for to place the uh, the best possible bet coming up for the big game we'll be joined by two great guests Odyssey Sports NFL insider Brian Baldinger who I think is still angry at me for my suggestion last week that Kyle Shanahan is too conservative as a decision maker in big games. I talked with Baldy about that a couple days ago also. Can't wait for Baldy to join us on the show today. We'll also be joined by CBS Sports NFL analyst, our buddy Will Brinson stops by his best bets for Championship Sunday, and our best bets will close the show, not just side.
side in total for both games, but thy royal prop king will give thou royal prop bets for the Chiefs and the Ravens, the Lions, and the 49ers. We are locked and loaded here on yet another dreary Sunday here in the tri-state area. My guy Ken Barkley is with me as always. Ken Barkley, how is it going? Happy Championship Sunday, my friend. Yeah, a lot more uh, picturesque here in Connecticut, I think, than where you are in New York. Uh, just getting dumped on with snow right now, and it was supposed to rain oh, all day. No, that's 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 not what's happening. Uh, we are that we were supposed to get snow overnight. We are already preparing for the kids to have the day off from school tomorrow, which is, uh, you know, going to be a little different. I'm going to be a little usual Monday. We're already readying ourselves for that, and uh, kids are out skiing right now, actually, which is awesome. So it's yeah, pretty crazy weather here. I, I probably I got, I got a little bags under the eyes today a little bit, and it's because. <laughs> and I didn't, even as I was watching the game, I didn't think I was going to do this. I stayed up for the entire Lakers Warriors game last night, which was, it was too good to go to bed. That's like the best way to describe it. And this won't be like a big NBA segment, but just like I'm, you know, watch this game and it's obviously a rivals week, I think is how the NBA chose to dub this. It was obviously, it became a little bit of a mockery because Jokic and Embiid were supposed to face each other yesterday and Embiid didn't end up playing because of an injury. And that's probably something we'll talk about a lot this week with MVP. So those rivals didn't really end up facing off, but Curry and LeBron was kind of like the main, the main event, I guess, so to speak, because they faced so many times uh, in the finals and just a story with different teams, obviously with LeBron uh, in the playoffs and now in the Western conference. And for people who didn't see the game, just like two really old past prime superstars just like trying desperately to get their team over the finish line exhausted not like this isn't prime either of them but it was still just incredibly compelling curry hits huge shots lebron gets fouled with basically no time left and makes two free throws uh which i didn't think he was gonna make actually i thought he was gonna miss one and the, the lakers end up winning and as as i'm watching this i just go like all right like in the first game today Patrick Mahomes has had like a bunch of, maybe there's a Royal Rumble tie in here too. I don't know with rivalries and stuff, but Patrick Mahomes has had like two pretty big rivals in the playoffs so far. And not that these have been equal on both sides, but he's played Josh Allen several times in the playoffs. It's been very one side. He's won a lot of those and Joe Burrow. Those have been a little bit different. Those have been a little bit closer, but like we think of those guys as Mahomes kind of primary rivals, at least right now. And it's still early enough in his career that that can change. A little Brady maybe also. But Mahomes never beat him. It was it was so early, right? It's almost yeah. like uh, I'm trying to think of like an NBA comp, but I, I probably won't be able to do it. Just like when someone's just not ready, like Duncan, Jordan, and LeBron in the in the finals, Jordan yeah, and like, Isaiah, I mean, just, maybe. I don't, I don't right. even know if that's yeah, applicable. Just, the the paths just don't. Yeah, sometimes it just doesn't overlap in a, in a way age wise or experience wise. Obviously, like Brady got the better of Mahomes twice. Um, AFC Championship game, <laughs> hashtag overtime rules, and then uh, the Super Bowl when he was with Tampa, and, and they they kind of blew out Mahomes when he was with the Chiefs, prompting the Chiefs to retool their offensive line. A lot of those guys are still on the team right now. Uh, but Mahomes and Lamar have have no chapters kind of in their book, and it's still it's very likely still that they're going to end up being like this could end up being a thing going forward. They're both really young still. The Ravens roster is insane and they will be one of if not the favorite to win the Super Bowl next year and some of those early markets have already started to come out. I just there's almost no way they're bad. It's almost impossible. I say that we said that about the Eagles last year, I guess to be fair, but like they're set up for a lot of success. They're really well coached. They have a great general manager and so is Mahomes. It's going to be with the Chiefs forever. And so just like is this going to be chapter one? It's kind of cool. We've seen Mahomes square off with two other guys. And for the most part, Mahomes gets the better of them. And I, I wonder what kind of like chapter one of this rivalry will be. And if like 10 years from now, 
we kind of think about it like when I was watching Steph and LeBron last night, and you're kind of reliving all the all the games that those guys played. And and also, you know, the one thing that might hurt the Ravens, and we've got such a long way to go. I know it's a Christopher Cross song, but Michael McDonald's great in it also. <laughs> Mike McDonald seems like, um, based on reports this morning, that he's the primary choice for the Seattle Seahawks to be their next head coach. Yep. And I've seen like a bunch of like prominent NFL analysts, Mita Kimes has been saying it this week on ESPN. Hey, with like all like the, the Shanahan disciples, and I'm talking like Mike Shanahan, like his son Kyle, Sean McVay in the NFC West, right. kind of like get the Shanahan stopper potentially and Mike McDonald to come and like and run your team and run your defense. So that that's something that might hurt the Ravens for next year. But we'll 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 see about that like down the road here sure. in a little bit, whenever the Ravens season ends. Um before we get to it moved, just want I do want to just ask this about the NBA game last night, the, the game of the year in the NBA. And for the people yeah. that were like had multi-screen experiences like me with the Royal Rumble and then the end of the, uh, the Lakers-Warriors game. Uh, you know, Curry at the end, he hits the three to go up and then LeBron hits the two free throws to, to win the game. Curry scores over 40. LeBron, a 36-point triple-double. The, the shots of Curry, like, tearing his jersey, like, literally ripping yeah. his jersey, but not like Hulk Hogan used to triumphantly. Like, in, in anger and in, like, sadness, he's furious walking off the court. Like, is this team ain't making the playoffs, right? Golden State and like the Lakers are I think the nine seed right now they would be in the play-in tournament if the season ended today uh, I don't I don't know Ken if either of these teams is going to make any noise come playoff time I guess you give a better edge to the Lakers right anything quickly on off of last night's game like the game of the year in the NBA and then we'll get to the line movement here for championship Sunday yeah I mean both teams are really flawed um there'll be fun watches in the playoffs but probably not ultimately because oh oh by the way uh, well, I guess I'll give you this first. Uh, I, I'll be curious if that loss, combined with how they've played recently, um, you know, the last like three, four, five weeks, trade deadline for the NBA is coming up pretty soon. The Warriors are one of the teams that has the ability to try to do something, even if that's like unload players that are maybe not going to be with the team. Clay Thompson could be one of those guys, but I think they're going to keep him. Can they find anybody to take Wiggins and how much do they have to pay as a penalty to get somebody to do that? He's played a little better. Just what do they want to do, I guess is my question. And maybe this loss kind of like pushes them to make a decision that they maybe wouldn't have made otherwise because they're kind of treading water. So that would be my only thing there. I, both teams can still make the plan. Maybe the seven or the eight seed, but, you know, we're we talking about NBA finals. Are we talking about that's the whole point is like these two stars, they're kind of at the ends. And that's okay. And that's why it's cool when they still play like they did last night, because in the playoffs, it's probably not going to go like that. Because while they were doing that, the Clippers went into Boston and just demolished the Celtics, who weren't at full strength. Porzingis didn't play. But like, oh my God. And like Brian Scalabrini, who comes on our show all the time, is calling the game for the Celtics. And that's the, that's the feed that I get here in Connecticut. And he's just like staggered by how good and it's not like a homer telecast like you think like oh it's like all pro celtics he is like lavishing praise on the clippers the entire game basically like look he literally says i've seen i've watched i've watched every team this year we see a lot of games this is the best performance i've seen from any team in any game this season like point blank like no there's no argument like this is what it is so again like cool the lakers and warriors are really fun also you have all these monsters waiting for them in the playoffs that are playing really well right now and also, uh, me, like other Knicks fans around the country, uh, 
refreshing social media constantly, waiting for an injury update on Julius <laughs> yeah. Randle, who, like, dislocates his shoulder. Yeah. That's it, because the Knicks are different this year. We'll get to the NFL in a second. Like, last year's Knicks, two years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, follows up the blowout win over the Nuggets by losing to the Heat yesterday, and they went in impressive fashion yesterday, so credit to the New York Knicks. I lost money on that game. What else is new with my track record right now in the NBA and the NHL? But we're going to try and get you some winners today. Selfishly for me, but also for, for Ken and for you, our listeners and viewers, uh, here on Championship Sunday. Let's bring you all the latest line movements, the analysis, injuries, weather. In this edition, Kenny Henderson of It Moved. I think it moved. I think it moved. I think it moved. It moved. That it it really it really does. It hits different on Championship Sunday in the National Football League. Ken, we will begin with the AFC game, which obviously, like, I think it should be the second game, but they rotate every year, so it'll be the first game today uh, in Baltimore with uh, the Ravens and the Chiefs. I'll give the injury stuff first, Ken. You can tell us about the weather, but here's where we stand with injuries. We think we kind of, like, know everything as it concerns injuries in this game. Baltimore is going to get back two absolute studs, one on offense, one on defense. Mark Andrews will play their star tight end for the first time since he got hurt in Week 13 against the Bengals. And number one cornerback Marlon Humphrey expected back today as well for the Ravens. For the Chiefs, they will have star running back Isaiah Pacheco, maybe less than 100%, but Pacheco's going to play. But stud offensive guard Joe Thune will not play in today's game, Ken, for the Kansas City Chiefs. So side in total, please, if the weather's going to be a factor, where do we stand right now with Kansas City and Baltimore? Yeah, we'll do the weather first. Uh, not going to be a thing as of right now. Just not. And we, we talked about this a couple days ago. It was just, it never really was shaping up as this like very impactful part of the game. And uh, it might rain a little bit, but even the forecast and the precipitation is like not promising to get that during the game. And uh, wind seems like it's not really going to be a strong factor. Maybe end up, I mean, look, it's January and it's outside. Something's going to happen weather-wise. It's going to be a little cold, a little windy, but this is not like, oh, you got to go bet the kicking props. Or this is, oh my God, like how is anybody going to throw the ball? There's nothing remotely close to a game like that. Uh, and that's probably why the total has basically been 44 or 44 and a half the uh the entire week you never got <clears throat> you never got any significant line movement on the on the total in the game uh it's 44 44 and a half closer to 44 now um but I, honestly i think that's because just people attitude like we kind of think it's going to be a low scoring game anyway and we think the chiefs defense is excellent and the ravens defense will be the best that the chiefs have faced over this period of time in terms of the side just like there's a lot and i think i'm going to be able to do it all here but like what people think is happening in this game isn't happening. And like, I'm tired of everyone saying stuff. <laughs> like, I'm just really done. So the Ravens opened like a three, three and a half point favorite. Uh, they have been bet up over the course of especially the second part of the week to four. And now the consensus price, I would say, is four and a half. So the Ravens have gotten bet up a lot. Uh, there's a quote from a sharp sports book in Vegas, Circa, their sports book manager. Uh, Jeff Benson's the guy's name. And he's basically like, all we're writing is Ravens. Like, we can't find anybody to bet the Chiefs. And that's, like, one of the reasons why the line is going up steadily. Also, the injuries, in, like, also explain why the line has moved throughout the course of the week. Ravens, good injuries. Chiefs, bad ones. John Ewing does stuff for us for MGM, for BetMGM. 
uh, more bets, more money on the Ravens in this game. Just like for people who are like, well, the public's on the Chiefs, pros, Joes. <laughs> who, t who talks like this, first of all? Also, like, that's just not what's happening. And not that you should make a bet based off this stuff, but like, can we actually get the facts right, too, about like what's actually happening in life? Just like people are betting the Ravens because they like them and they have good injury stuff. And that's all that's happening. That's it. Go off, King. On the other I side, just, more. King, just like reality. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's pretty good. More on the side in total of the Ravens and Chiefs, the side in the total, the Niners and the Lions, and then we'll talk Super Bowl MVP.